And then I can't remember if I've said it on previous episodes. I do think we are going to win the division, uh, especially if we win against the Lions. I would even say we win the division and we get the fourth seed. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrell, with my co-hosts, J-Mac and Jordan. On another episode today to preview the Denver Broncos with the 15 matchup against the Detroit Lions. The Broncos come into this one 7-6, above 500. The Broncos are have won six of their last seven games. Meanwhile, they're going to be in Detroit at the 9-4 and four Detroit Lions at 8.15 Eastern, 6.15 Mountain Time. It will be streaming on Fox and NFL Network on primetime on Saturday, not Sunday. Um, so really excited for this game. I'm actually, I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, I know a lot of, a lot of Lions fans. Um, obviously, I grew up in Chicago, so there's there's quite a bit of Lions fans uh, here. I have a few uh, Lions fans in my family, my cousins uh, and everything. So I'm excited for this game. Um, the, the Obviously, like I said, the Lions are 9-4, so we could play uh, a little bit of a spoiler in this game and um, they could uh, dr- we could uh, force them to drop two straight they literally just lost in chicago as well so um this would be this would be pretty cool but um before we go and jump into the injury report keys to victory player of the game predictions score predictions and then we're adding a new segment to our game previews for the, the final four games of the season we're going to be doing a, a week like a, a weekly uh, rooting guide for the broncos and how they can get into the playoffs so hopefully they can uh, obviously the number one is uh winning their own games but um, we're going to also tell you guys who you should root against and who you should root for um but before we go and jump into all of that and more please subscribe to the channel help us get to 2,000 subscribers and all that and everything turn notifications on but jmac jordan how are you guys doing uh, i've been doing good man just um the semester's over so that's a good thing and I, I'm, I'm just i'm excited for saturday it's another one of those games where it's a it's it's kind of a must-win game and it's a big game i'm, I'm just glad to be playing these, these big time games in december again man yeah, my semester's over too, so there's uh, very little to worry about. All I got worries about the Broncos, so big day on Saturday. Huge game. Holidays around the corner. It's a good time uh, to be a fan of the NFL. And just December, like I said, November and December just go it, man. It's a great time to be alive, enjoy life and all that and more. Enjoy your family. Um, but let's go and jump into uh, this injury report for the Broncos. A little bit more um, you know, lengthy than our recent weeks. Um, so uh, guard Quinn Miners is going to be active. Obviously, a lot of you guys uh, that you know don't know, he had that uh, heart issue. Always having heart palpitations and um, he had a irregular heart heartbeat i guess they said um so i actually talked to him i believe it was like tuesday night and he said he's gonna be completely you know ready to go for this one no limitations or anything like that so i'm excited to see him back in the lineup he is in uh, well spirits and everything um so he is going to be good to go back uh, in this game. Luke Wattenberg filled in for him uh, last week and didn't play the greatest, uh, but it's going to be you know amazing to have uh, Quinn Miners back in the lineup for the offensive line. Tight end Greg Dulcich is going to be questionable because he returned from IR. It was designated uh, for ret- return. He was a full practice on Wednesday. Should be a full practice for Thursday. Um, so he he might go for this one. Sean Payton was a little hesitant to uh, you know confirm that to the media that he will go. They might you know sit him out for another week um just because it's a short week and everything and they just activated him but um he should i'm not too sure uh he'll be he'll be questionable for this one uh safety pj lock uh with a neck injury actually did not practice wednesday and thursday so um something to look out there out there uh for their man because like cream jackson's still serving suspension pj might not go for this one jail skinners he might have to play some significant time in this one i'm not too sure um if pj is going to play in this game 
Um, so this could be a this could be a big uh, headline because that could be a potentially a weakness in uh, the secondary for Jared Goff to target. Um, outside linebacker Jonathan Cooper with the ankle issue was limited in back-to-back practices. He's questionable. I would expect him to play in this one, um, but yeah, he will. He's looking like he uh, may or may not be questionable for this one, depending on his uh, injury status on a uh, Thursday and Friday's practices. But um, I believe Sean Payton, he did say that Friday the Broncos are going to go through a little bit of a walkthrough uh, and, uh, you know, film and everything on Friday morning. And then they're going to fly out on Friday evening and then play the game on Saturday night. So that's kind of how the traveling is going to look. And then outside linebacker Nick Benito with a knee issue. A lot of people have been asking me. He is not an IR candidate, according to Sean Payton. Um, so he, they don't believe that is uh, if they if he was an IR candidate, he would have been placed probably on like Tuesday. Um, so he's not going to. Um, he will be coming at, uh, back at some point this season. Just don't know when it is. Um, he is doubtful for this game um, with that knee, to, knee issue. He hasn't practiced at all this week. I'm not sure if he even will practice at all this week. Um, so he is doubtful. He could play, though. You, you never know. But um, I, I highly doubt it. Uh, so Baron Browning going to need to have a uh, step up and have a big game as well as Jonathan Cooper and um, Drew Sanders. Lions injury report. Right, wide receiver Josh Reynolds, Taylor, uh, t- excuse me, t- uh, tackle Taylor Decker, center Frank Ragnar, and defensive tackle Benito Jones are all limited in Wednesday's practices. So uh, they're not as banged up as us um, as of late. Uh, those guys may or not, you know, may or may not be uh, questionable for this game, but that's how the injury reports look in this one. Um, so keys to victory. What do you guys, uh, what is your guys' uh, outlook for this game on how the Broncos can take down the Lions? Because a lot of people have been asking me, like, is it the end of the world if the Broncos lose this game? It's not, the season isn't over, but I still think this is a must win. You 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 have to win this game and put yourself in a much better position for for the the, the you know the Lions or excuse me the uh, the Patriots the Chargers the Raiders like the this, these are still must win games. You talk about you have to go three and one in the last four games. You make it much easier if you beat the the Lions on the road and then give yourself a much you know much more confidence going back you know returning home uh, to you know the play the Patriots and uh, on the other teams. So what are your guys' uh, keys to victory for this one? Well, to piggyback off what you said real quick, if the if, if we went out, we're in. That's kind of the yeah. mindset, and the Broncos have that. I would say the first thing, obviously, is you got to blitz Jared Goff as much as you can. Teams have showed over the last few games where you blitz him, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna turn the ball over. And last week, I think yeah, Goff has three to four turnovers in his last three or four games. Yeah. He's averaging about three and a half turnovers, so. That's a plus. It, this game kind of reminds me of the Bills game. You know how we went into the week saying, like, Buffalo's a team that usually beats themselves. Allen turns the ball over a lot. And then you saw in the game he had, like, five turnovers. And I think this is a game that it could kind of be similar to that one where they're on the streak right now where they're turning the ball over. The offensive line isn't playing like how it used to be. And the, the as, a, as a team, they're not playing how they used to be. So I'm going to say the one thing you got to do is get pressure on Jared Goff. In Denver, last week had six sacks. And nine quarterback hits. So we're coming off a week where we're we did really well getting pressure, and I think it's gonna be replicated. That was my exact first key to victory was pressuring and blitzing Jared Goff. He's second in the league uh, in interceptions with an eight uh, under pressure, according to PFF, and then he has the seventh most worth uh, turnover worthy plays when he's under pressure. So he does not handle that well. I expect a lot more blitzes, especially that. In the last few weeks, we are number one in blitz rate. So I'm expecting Alex Singleton, Josie Jewell coming off and just 
absolutely destroying Jared Goff. Just a whole bunch of different blitz packages from from Vance Joseph. So I'm expecting a a good game from the defense blitzing wise. Yeah, that's got to be everybody's main key to victory. That's if you watch any Lions games. I was watching a little bit of the game with uh, Chicago last week, and he he doesn't react well to the blitz. And um. Yes, yeah, that's my main key to victory. Blitz the hell out of Jared Goff. I mean, like you said, the Lions offense has three to four turnovers in three of the last four games. Goff is just horrible against the Blitz. The Broncos blitzing attack in weeks one through five. Um, shout out to Nick Kendall for this on Twitter. Uh, the pressure rate was 24.52% of opposing dropbacks under pressure. Um, that was because the blitz rate was just at 28.03%. In week 6 to 14, that jumped up. The pressure rate jumped to a 35.86%. And their blitz rate, you know, because their blitz rate jumped up to a 38.37%. So it seems like in this defense, the more you blitz, the more pressure you get. Would you would you believe that? So what it, it would especially work and be effective against a, a Jared Goff team. I mean, there and the reason you have to blitz them too is because you're not gonna. I honestly, if I'm being honest, I don't really trust the Broncos to win their like one-on-one matchups against this Detroit offensive line. So I think it's just that much important to bring an extra rusher like a Jaquame Mill and PJ Locke. I even saw they uh, they put a DTY in a few uh, you know box packages. Kind of interesting uh, with that situation with PJ Locke there because that might be another loss. He has been so good at uh, rushing the quarterback, blitzing the. Quarterback quarterback this year so yeah blitzing the quarterback is going to be a main one one of my other ones is um from also when i was watching the lions game last week taking complete advantage of that detroit soft zone coverage uh from you know defensive coordinator aaron glenn is going to be really important in this one they kind of remind me of how van joseph was playing the first five games of the season to be honest like They've gone through a lot of injuries, and it feels like at this point they're just really trying to like limit the explosives, and they're not really accounting for like everything underneath that's kind of killing them. Justin Fields like picked apart their zone coverage last week. Um, in their in their last five games, the Lions have allowed the eleventh most passing yards per game in the NFL with one thousand two hundred fifty total. Like I said, the Lions, they're, they're a team that right now it just feels like they're playing so deep the majority of the time that they're really not accounting for you to beat them underneath and kind of take what the defense gives you. And I think that this is a game where Russell Wilson has to kind of refrain a little bit from what he was doing in that Houston game, even a little bit in the Chargers game. Like I feel like he's got to dial it back a little bit and kind of just take what the defense gives you. I know they're a bad secondary as of late, and they're dealing with a lot of injuries. I know C.J. Gardner-Johnson's been out for a little bit, and that's kind of hurt them. You know, hurt them. Uh, but I, they still do have a Cam Sutton who – J-Mac knows I was really, really high on the offseason. I wanted him so bad. Um, so I think this week you just kind of, you know, chew apart that zone coverage. I think it's going to it's gonna help the Broncos a lot in their passing attack, but also rely on the run. That, that That's our identity. I mean, that's that's obvious. We have to run the football. It's, it's Sean Payton. So Yeah, and that's going to lead to my second key to victory is run the football. In the last five games, the Lions have – they've allowed over 100 rushing yards in each of those games. In the game before that, they allowed 98. So – you can really say the last six games they've given up 100 yards and somehow they're still totaled as a top 10 rushing defense. It's not the case. Um, I think this is a game where the Broncos can just like like, like get a lead early and then just run a, just run the hell out the football. Um, I, I think, yeah, obviously the pass defense is weak, but I think Sean is – you're going to see a mixture of both, but I wouldn't be surprised if Javante and the all three backs have a really good game. There's the defensive line that has not been good like in the second half of this year. And I'm glad you brought up the defense because their defense, because they they kind of like how we were in the beginning of the year, relying on the defense line a lot to get pressure. 
It just hasn't been that. They rank 25th in sacks. But, yeah, my second key to victory is definitely you got to run the football a lot in this game, in my opinion. If they're giving up 100 yards to Justin Fields alone, A.J. Dillon, uh, the Saints, who really haven't had much success running the football all year long, and they're just giving up these yards. I mean, the defense right now is playing like one of the worst in the league, and I feel like you you got to pound the rock on them. I'll even go a step further in saying uh, one of my key to victories is getting Russ on the move. Uh, I know Justin Fields had a bit of success uh, running the ball, but – at the end of the day, just feels more of a uh, running quarterback than a passing quarterback. But I think it is important to get Russ on the move. A couple more read options, get him so a couple of first downs uh, with his feet. Expecting like 30 to 35 rushing yards should be good from Russ uh, in this game. So for our defense, I think this week, they create takeaways so consistently every week. And this is kind of an obvious key to victory. But And they always just kind of are great at it. Obviously, 24 takeaways a season first in the NFL. This week, I think it's especially important just because they're like J-Mac said, they're that team that they're going to beat themselves every every time they're they're like the Buffalo Bills. They're like other teams where if they beat themselves, they kind of don't like overcome them, those mistakes and, uh, you know, win games. They're not really a team. I don't want to see they're because they're they're great with adversity and everything like that. But like resiliency in a game with multiple turnovers, you can't really ask a lot of teams in the NFL to bounce back. And those Jared Goff and the, their offense is one of those teams. So I think if you can force them to make takeaways, and as long as we can play clean football on our part, I really like our chances. In fact, I'll say if we win the turnover battle, we're going to win this game, in my opinion. Yeah, I would agree. Um, my last takeaway, just don't beat yourselves. No um, – I mean, the penalties have been really clean, but in terms of, like, the turnovers, last time we had a big game like this, Russ turned the ball over a lot. Um, I don't think that's going to happen again. I don't think this defense is really that good enough to to replicate that, but you never really know. But I don't think it's going to be that bad. I'll just say don't beat yourself. This, I mean, this is a team where all of their weaknesses, they're our strengths. So, like, we match up really well against them, really all across the board. I think in the offensive line, their, their offensive line is really banged up. They're just now getting like back fully healthy, and then they just got stomped last week against Chicago. So I, I, this is a game where, again, I think we can win this one. You would ask me this two weeks ago, I'd have been like, I don't know about the Lions, but um, I, I did. I would have picked the Lions heavily, but I mean, you you can't beat yourself against this team because they're they're like the Texans. They're gonna find a way to put up points, but I, I don't think they're gonna put up a lot. But they're gonna still put up some points. So you can't really turn the ball over. Just don't beat yourselves. Yeah, my, that was my last key to victory is winning, winning the turnover margin. For the whole season, Detroit's minus six, which is the 25th worst. I mean, the defense has only taken away the ball 14 times. Compared to us, we've taken the ball 24 times. So that's a pretty big significance. So it's just, again, not beating yourselves, don't not turning over the ball, and then doing our, what we've been doing on defense should do us the, the favor of winning the game. Yeah, I get this. I mean, the Lions are 26th in the NFL with 1.1 takeaways per game. Their defense doesn't – there's no – they're nowhere close to ours. So um, that that's basically how you would put it. So I like our chances, but like, like you guys said, man, you can't – it feels like any given week a team can randomly get takeaways or any given week the Broncos can give away the ball. Like this is the NFL. It's, it's an unpredictable league. It's not like we always bring up these stats and these stats are important, but like, let's be honest, you go into a game and things happen. Like it's not going to always go with the way that you predict. So Broncos, they got to play clean football. Russell Wilson's got to be smart with football this week. Like I said, all I'm asking from this week is just to manage the game, take what the defense gives him, and just rely on the run game. Because I guarantee you what the Lions are going to try to do, that's that's what they're going to try to do, in my opinion. 
if they get behind, yeah, they're going to throw the ball a lot like they did against the Bears. Like their running backs average like five to six yards per carry last week. Like they're dominating, but because they were behind, they had to throw the football. So if we can get out to a quick start in this game, which the Broncos do average quite a bit of the first quarter points, um, I think I, I like our chances. So um, that that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Uh, they're going to try to pound the rock on us because they know our run defense does have its gaping holes a little bit. Um, David Montgomery, I'm sure, will have a big role in this game. Jameer Gibbs, who uh, we are so high on in the offseason, um, I'm he's one of my favorite players. So I'm hoping for for the love of God, please don't go off this week. Um, we were talking about uh, Quentin Johnson randomly having his uh, big game against us. And, of course, he had nearly 100 yards <laughs> against us. Um so hopefully he he's already had a few breakout games a little bit, but hopefully it's not the this week. Uh, our run defense has been a lot better the last few weeks. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Mike Purcell and Alex Singleton, especially against the Chargers. So um, let's go ahead and talk about our offensive player of the game predictions. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Cortland Sutton this week. It it took everything in my in my power not to pick Jerry Judy just because I would love to see him have a bounce back game. I talk so much about their their zone coverage. It would be so smart to get him open in space and get the ball in his hands and kind of work in open space over the middle of the field. But for whatever reason, there it, it just seems like it's not going to work. After last week, I'm never picking Jerry Judy again. I just would like to make that apparent. Um, unless we <laughs> unless we uh, get rid of uh, get rid of Russ and get someone that would uh, force Jerry Judy the ball, I'm never picking Jerry Judy again. It's it's not that I'm hitting on him. I'm just like I do, I don't see this relationship really. You know, it could fix itself. We could see the final five ga- final four games of the season. Jerry Judy go off like he did last year. But I'm going Cortland Sutton this week. I like his chances. Even though he's been really good outside the numbers, they could get him involved in the middle of the field and um you know in. Uh, under zone coverage and everything under the defense. So um, I like his chances to have a big game this week. I also do like uh, Javante Williams as like kind of like my, my uh, co-player of the game. So, Yeah, um, I'm going to go the same guy I did last week, which is Javante. I think this is a way better – I think this is going to be around – probably put around the same numbers. They're going to give it to him around 20 times. He's going to get maybe 70, maybe a little bit more yards this game, and I think he gets a touchdown. I think this is a game where, like I say, you got to pound a rock against his team. They've given up 100 yards in their last six games. You got a r- rushing. They gave up 142 to the Bears last week. Yeah, you, you, you're gonna have to pound the rock against them, and they're giving up around five yards a carry. Yeah, you could pound the rock this week. Feed Javante. I'm going back to the big boys this week. Give me Mike McGlinchey. He has a big matchup against Aiden Hutchinson. Yes. And if there's any time that we need him to step up and have his best game of the season, it'd be this game. So give me Mike McGlinchey. Hey, how about Garrett Bowles? He has since week eight, he's not allowed a single quarterback hit um and a single quarterback sack, obviously. So that is just wow. A lot of players in this team are really not getting the recognition yeah. it, it deserves. It's kind of it's kind of criminal at this point. There's you see so many guys doing a lot of things that you don't see a, a Trent Williams or someone else in the NFL do. Like it's 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 ridiculous. But shout out to those uh shout out to those guys up front. Defensive player of the game. I'm going to go ahead and uh, make my pick. I'm going to go with Jaquan McMillan. Just a huge fan of his. I got to get his jersey soon, man. He is he's so good. I should I should have got it sooner. Um, but he yeah, he's just he's just ridiculous. I, I'm sure he's going to be a little bit of a, a little hungry for another score after he got robbed of one last week. I still think he they should have gave that to him. Just ridiculous. But um, Jaquan McMillan, I like his uh, I like his chances this week. He's got some uh, good matchups ahead of him, but I think he's ready for the task. Yeah. Um, real quick, Jordan, I want to go off what you said. I 
I completely forgot about this point. I think they're going to have to maybe chip Aiden Hutchinson a little bit because the Lions really rely yeah. on him. He's their best rusher. I, I feel like they're going to chip at, chip away at him a little bit in this game. But for my uh, defensive player of the game, you kind of took mine in the mirror, but it's good. I, I'm going to go somebody else. I'm going to go Justin Simmons. I think um, I think this is a game. He, he hasn't had a pick in a little minute. I think this is the game that he gets He gets one. I think golf, golf is going to be eager to try to throw the ball on us, especially I'm pretty sure Detroit's game plan is going to be to run the ball because you're not going to have much success throwing the football against our defense. So I feel like one of those plays, he's going to get really eager and try to force the ball somewhere, and Justin Simmons makes him pay for it. My defense player of the game would be Alex Singleton. I think he gets a forced fumble. I think he has a heck of a game, and he uh, continues to have a great season despite what others are saying. I think he has another great game. Broncos, Lions score predictions, must-win game, week 15. I wouldn't say everything's on the line, but like you guys said, man, you have to win out. You really control your own destiny. So with the win, you really make your chances that much easier. We're going to talk about like a rooting guide and like how certain games will swing our chances. But um, for this game, I'm going to go ahead. I haven't picked against the Broncos since literally against the against the Buffalo Bills. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and just keep that streak going, baby. I'm going Broncos in a close one. I could see this one getting out of hand a little bit, but I'm gonna go ahead and play a save with a close one, just because I know what the Lions are capable of. They, they did; they're all, they are coming off a bad loss against the Bears. They're returning home, so I don't see them playing like too terribly in this game. But at the same time, I could see them having a little bit of a turnover fest. I do think they're gonna keep it a little close, so I'm gonna go Broncos 24, Lions 23 um, in Detroit. Yeah, I haven't picked the Bronco. I haven't picked any team besides the Broncos since Week Eight. And I'm going to stick with that this week. Um, it's going to be a very gritty game to start off. I think eventually the Broncos are going to just wear the Lions out and, you know, really hit on their weaknesses. Um, it's a very tough score, but I went ahead. I, I went 24-17. I got the Broncos. I don't know if I should uh, save the show on having all of us pick the Broncos, but my initial pick was the Broncos, so I'm going to stick with that. I'll go Denver 31, Detroit 20. Nice, nice. How about uh, Mr. Dan Campbell? One of my favorite coaches, Mr. Dan Campbell, uh, with uh, his uh, his former um, head coach. He's, he's kind of he's basically off the Sean Payton tree. So uh, that's going to be a really cool matchup to see this week. They they're already talking about in their press conferences how they uh, they expect Sean Payton to come in uh, come into uh, Detroit and kick their asses. So um, I think he's going to take the the game plan a little game plan a little bit differently than they're expecting. Um, Aaron Glenn, I'm not he he's been a Broncos head coach candidate over the last few years. I'm not too sure why he's really proving why he did not deserve the job this year <laughs> yeah real quick i want to say that is a huge coaching mismatch between sean payton and aaron glenn it's it, it i don't want to say it's not gonna be like an ugly game where you know the broncos just completely destroyed the lions defense but i think it's gonna be they're gonna they're gonna handle business they're gonna make them they're gonna wear them out that's 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 the key to this game. You got to wear them out there at home too. I expect Detroit fans to be fully there. I think it's gonna be some Bronco fans, but Detroit fans they usually come and support. But I think Broncos are just gonna wear them out, man. I think Sean Payton already knows what he's gonna do. I would even say that there's somewhat of a mismatch between Ben Johnson and Vance Joseph, but just because how good of our defense has been playing, it's yeah. hard to say that right now. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I do like Ben Johnson's offense corner. I think he's really good. It's just. When they have to pass the ball and they're down and you're, they're kind of predictable, their stuff, Jared Goff does fold on the pressure a bit. So that's why I wouldn't lean towards Ben Johnson towards this. But again, I think Sean Payne would, he should be running laps around Aaron Glenn this game. He should be. <laughs> 
I'm excited. Uh, so, like I said, uh, we're going to be doing a rooting guide for every game preview. Week 15 rooting guide. Number one, obviously, you have to root for the Broncos over the Lions. If you're not, please get off this podcast. No, I'm kidding. Um, it, the the impact of this game, if the Broncos win, it's going to be a 30% swing in their favor to make the playoffs. So, this this for a lot of people that don't know, I mean, this game is important. It really is. So, even though it's an NFC-AFC matchup, it's still important. Um, number two, Dallas over Buffalo will swing the Broncos' chances by 5%. So that Broncos fans got to be uh, big Cowboys uh, fans this week. This that that A win for the Cowboys would be very, very big for the Broncos. The Cowboys have been really, really good as of late. They just literally just took down the, the Eagles, taking down some good opponents lately. So need another one out, out of this week. Um, I do I do, I do think the, the Cowboys will get the best of them. Um, but like the Buffaloes, uh, you know, um, excuse me, like the Bills and uh, Josh Allen were saying in, you know, their post game and everything, like they're coming every week, one and oh, to, you know, try to get into the playoffs. So tied for number three is uh, Tennessee over Houston. Got to be big Titans fans this week. Um, that'll be a 4% swing for uh, the Broncos. Then you have to root for Minnesota over Cincinnati. That is also a 4% swing. And then number five, you have to be. Uh, hashtag bear down bears fans over the Cleveland Browns 2% swing. Um, I, you guys see the, the Browns injuries lately. They've been just dropping like flies. Yeah. Like I, I really need the bears to, uh, come back, come up with another, uh, big upset victory this week. And, uh, with all their injuries and the Browns and everything, it's not completely like out of this world to say that the bears can uh, play spoiler, uh, against Cleveland this week. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, this week, it, it's crazy how this late in the season, how all the matchups are panning out right now. And um, it's just the the whole AFC race is just utterly ridiculous right now. All these yeah. teams are seven and six, but I think I, I think out of all the teams at seven and six, we kind of have the easiest schedule. Also, I mean, you got Detroit, but like just in in total of the last four games, I think we have the easiest schedule. Um, but I I just want to give some hope to Bronco fans. Even if we lose this game and we win the next three, we have a ninety two percent chance of making the playoffs compared to ninety nine percent if we win this game and win out. Um, the AFC West. It's going to be really tough. I don't think we're going to win it. The Chiefs have a really easy schedule moving forward. I mean, really easy. I think it's the Bengals. It's the Patriots, Bengals, Raiders, and the Chargers. think that it's – I mean, it's really easy. They could win out. They might end up getting home field advantage in the AFC. So I don't think we're going to win a division unless un unless the Chiefs just straight up choke and sell the rest of the season. If they find a way to do that, that would be insane. But, um, yeah, just a little hope. So, I mean, e even if the Broncos do drop this game, we're not 92% – gonna make the playoffs because we're gonna we're gonna most we're gonna win out these last three games after the Lions game so I would say the uh out of all the games that we need to root for I think the Bears Browns one I think that's the most favorable one just because the Bears rush defense is number one in the league and the Browns yeah. are gonna try to run the ball so I think the Bears can get it done and then I can't remember if I've said it on previous episodes I do think we are gonna win the division uh especially if we win against the Lions, I would even say we win the division and we get the fourth seed. Mm. Ooh, that that would be awesome, man. That would be awesome. Really? I think so. I mean, I did kind of hint at the fact that the Broncos are going to have a little bit of resurgence when we were one and five. And then, you know, people weren't believing me. I mean, we were really bad, but it was like anything can happen. But, hey. Who we're do you think KC is dropping to? Uh, Patriots, Patriots. Uh, I'm afraid for the Patriots game against us too because uh, uh, I agree. That's why I don't think these last three games are like a cakewalk. I really don't. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I think the um, 
I mean, the Patriots, they've obviously picked up a few good wins. I just – I've all season they've just been a, a completely horrible team. I know Bailey Zappi is in now, but, I mean, I just think they're a completely horrible team. I mean, they got to win against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is pretty bad too. But, yeah. um, I mean, I, I, I'm all in for winning the division. I just – if the Chiefs lose to New England, they don't deserve to win the division. At that point, you don't. Then if they do lose to them, I think the Broncos – their Broncos are – Probably most they're going to win the division easily because well the, the, the Chargers the, the mm-hmm. Chargers always play the Chiefs good and I think they play them one more time right yeah, yeah but Herbert Herbert's out yeah, yeah no but defensively like they like oh, I know okay. Brandon Staley is a is not a good defense coach but for some reason he always plays the Chiefs well I mean it is a divisional matchup so you kind of expect yeah. that they always play the Chiefs well I think Belichick tries to play spoiler against the Chiefs just because of the history there with Reed and Mahomes and all that and then. Listen, I know Jake Browning has been doing pretty good for the Bengals. I, the Bengals have a shot yeah, against the Chiefs. Yeah, really yeah, good. I agree. If, so. if, 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 if I thought they was going to drop one game, I thought it would be against the Bengals. Hey, yeah. if you look at their, the New England statistics and defense as of late, like the last, I believe, like six games, something like that, they're top five, believe yeah. it or not. They've been yeah, – as long as their offense can be somewhat good, they're, they're in games. So that's why I'm kind of mm, – but I do agree with J Mac. I think the Chiefs have lost too many games as of late to not, you know, to keep you losing even more. We'll see though, man. Hey, I'm I'm the number one biggest. Hey, hey, I'm not, so I'm yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. They have not been playing good. I mean, the it's defense has been doing okay, but the it's just no receivers. So we're gonna see how they finish the year. Um, but yeah, I mean the Broncos are right on them. They can't like they really have no more room for error because if they if they if they lose. If they lose to the, the Patriots, then the rest of their schedule looks completely different than, than what I'm looking at. I'm looking at right now. I was like, man, they're probably going to storm through these teams. I think the Bengals would probably give them the roughest shot. But um, I think the Broncos are still going to make the playoffs. Uh, yeah. it's, I mean, the CJ might not even go this week for the Texans. So they're playing, and they're playing Tennessee, who just came off a huge win against the Dolphins on the road on in a comeback win. And I don't know how the Dolphins dropped that game, but they dropped it. But – um. Yeah, I mean, in Pittsburgh, I'm telling everybody, like I said a few weeks ago, regardless of Pickett was injured or not, I thought Pittsburgh was going to fall out, and I think they're going to fall out. Really, I, I feel like this is this is a game against the Colts where I think they're going to drop it. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm still thinking the Colts are going to make the playoffs. I think the Browns, they have a really good schedule, like, moving forward. I know the injuries are a thing, but the way they've been playing, regardless of the injuries, have been really good. I just think – I think the three wild card teams – are probably going to be the Browns, Broncos, and the Colts. I would have said the Texans, but CJ, it really depends on if CJ goes this week. If CJ goes this week, I think they can beat Tennessee, and then I'll have them as the seventh spot, but right now I got the Colts. Broncos, Browns, and the Colts might be the wild card. Mm. So no Bills. Nah, the the Bills schedule is too brutal. They're going to have to beat Dallas, and I think, is that on the road? That's at Buffalo. it's, It's at Buffalo. I mean... Anything can happen, but they got Buffalo. They, 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 you got Dallas and you got Miami at home at the last week of the season. That game might be for the division, depending on how the season goes. Goes for the Dolphins moving forward. That game could come down to uh, the division, but I don't think I don't think Buffalo is going to be Dallas. I think Dallas is going to handle business, and yeah, I don't think Buffalo is going to make it. I think I think they finish with like eight nine wins and they miss out. 
So with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys are listening on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe, help us get to 2,000 subscribers. As always, comment down below. Let us know what you guys thought about today's episode. Let us know your score predictions, as always. Um, and then if you guys are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts as well, please show support over there. Uh, leave a five-star rating. Um, turn notifications on so you never miss an episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. But with that being said, I'm your host, Amir Fair, with my co-host, J-Mac and Jordan. So the next one, peace out, everybody. Peace out.